Thanks for tuning in to Rockland Famous, interviews with industry professionals and influencers of Rockland County looking to create a better future locally. Here's our host now. Okay, we are here with Michael Dolce from MBD Studios. We just left the Rockland Business Exchange meeting, and uh, I put this out there a few days ago when I did the last podcast. Michael is one of the most creative business persons in all of Rockland County. Not only does he have a web development company, but he also creates comic books. He does podcasts. I actually consider him a mentor uh, on how to create a podcast. So as you could tell, if you if you want a better podcast, go to Mike's podcast because I mean he he talks about pop culture. I was on one uh, for was it um, which movie was it? Wasn't Wonder Woman? It was something else. Might have been Wonder Woman. I mean, there's been so many. So, yeah, you right? know, there's all the uh, the different pop culture. Um, you know, you know the Marvel films, the DC films. I mean, Marvel and Disney has, I mean, it just, it's exploded in the past five years. It's, yes. It's, it's, yeah. um, it's a little insane because um, I've been doing comic books for 20 years now and, um, you know, really officially super professional about 15 years now. And, um, you know, we used to do the comic, you know, comic cons and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we still do. Um, and, uh, you know, you'd get your typical comic con people. You know, you get, you get your people, you know, it's, it's usually, you know, uh, male dominated, um, and it's usually very. Where's Captain you know, Picard? Right, very, very nerdy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like the the stereotypical like nerd, comic book nerd, and that was cool. That was my people, and that was cool. Like, so you know, it's definitely like um, familiar. And now, over the last like, I mean, ten years, I just remember looking, you know, to some of my colleagues, and we're just like. You know, it used to be you would get a girl there if they were being dragged by their boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> now they are coming in groups, and they're the ones dragging their boyfriends. Right? Yeah, and yeah. it's it's insane, and it's and it's not just uh, you know, and it's it's really not like nerdy girls. It is like just it's it's, four, it's just normal. The it's four mainstream. girls from Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strike Back. The, yeah. the Diamond uh, Girls going into that's the type that they're just. I yeah. mean, I'm telling you, it's just normal. Like, just go to a mall right now mm-hmm. and walk around. I mean, if if people still go to malls, mm-hmm. um, and look at typical like teenage girls or typical like you know 20 something girls that's who are showing up at comic cons now. right like and it's insane and part of it's due to the costumes uh mm-hmm. cos- they call it cosplay and that's cosplay is, and whatnot it's exploded yeah. um but but then also all the marvel movies have just changed yeah everything. the marvel universe has opened it up yeah. for everyone to really experience yeah and I wanted to bring up your recent, what you're working on recently, yeah. Time Trader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm very intrigued by this. And as a disclaimer, I have not read it yet. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But um, the thing that I'm intrigued about is your interpretation of time. Yeah, yeah. Which is something that is unique to all of us, mm-hmm. you know, Einstein, theory mm-hmm. of relativity, and so on. So how did that kind of leak into or, or inspire you to create Time Trader? And tell us a little bit about sure. it. Sure. Well, you know what I'll do is I'll reference a previous book I did. Um, in 2018, I did a, a comic book called The Mainstream. Uh, it was published through a, a publisher called Zenoscope. Um, so it was in stores. It was pretty cool. It was a five-issue series. And that was all about alternate universes. So that was, you know, uh, the, the premise of the book is that it's a, um, it's a uh, police force policing alternate realities, making sure people from other realities can't get into ours. But the main, you know, pseudoscience behind it, you know, I call it pseudoscience because it's just, you know, Fun, fun, like scientific thought concept, and I use my air quotes you know, for, for the listening audience. Mini me, stop humping the yeah. laser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, 
the thought was there's really only one reality, right? There's one timeline, and um, and and I I really firmly believe that. I, I I believe that you know we have you know our future is written. We just don't know what it is. Um, but the fact that there's only one outcome means there's only one one timeline. So mm. that's the way I look at it, right? I don't look at. I actually don't believe in alternate realities. I believe there are alternate possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for the purpose of that book, there were alternate realities because of a major accident that actually changed reality and fractured it. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole. But but again, it all comes down to. And this is my personal belief. Like, you know, yes, we, there is there is free will and there is choices mm-hmm. and decisions. But ultimately, because there is only one outcome, yeah. Technically, our future is waiting for us. Yeah. Right. Technically, it's out there, and um, you know we talk music all the time. And I wrote that in in, in a song. I was in a band in the two thousands, and one of the songs, you know, that's one of the lyrics. You know, like everyone has a signature in stone waiting for them. And, yeah. And that's the way I. So that's the way I feel about time. So Time Trader is about a guy who can uh, rewind time whenever he wants to. Um, and so he gets a do-over whenever he wants to, but he retains the memories. Mm-hmm. So, again, still working in the same timeline, but he gets to go back. And, you know, if you've had a job interview you blew or a date that didn't go right uh, or ever get, you know, you know, something goes wrong where you don't say the right thing or do the right thing, um, I thought it would just be really cool. Like, what if you could just, you know, snap your fingers and do it all over again? Almost um, like old school VCR, the rewind button. The rewind button, streaming exactly. Rewinds. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so that's his ability. So what he does, though, is he tries to profit off it. That's his initial, he's 20, you know, he's 20-something, year, you know, young, mid-20-something years old. And he's like, you know, he's always been kind of a loser. So he's like, no, this is, I'm going to make money off this. I'm going to bet on sports. Um, but every time he would rewind and then he would bet on a game, the outcome would change. Really? Okay. And then so he says, oh, you know, so he just thought he was jinxed. Lottery numbers, the, the numbers would change. So every time he tried to profit off it, mm-hmm. you know, and actually, you know, remember the numbers and remember this or do something, wouldn't work. Uh, the only thing that seemed to work, though, was the stock market. And so he goes to New York City and, um, and he basically um, plants himself in the, in the exchange community, becomes an advisor to some of the bigger hedge funds out there, makes a name for himself, starts making money, um, and then ultimately discovers that it's actually run by an Illuminati of people just like him. And that's your story. Okay. So you'll be able to take I'm a look. at it. Yeah, it's a little. It's Groundhog's Day meets Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, and also a little, a little tiny bit of Back to the Future too, because yep. goes back in time, yep. gets the sports almanac. Exactly. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so that's definitely it. Yeah. Now I have to, I have to figure. Make sure you have all four issues. Yeah. I have to make sure you have all four. If you don't, well, that's going to happen today. All right. Good. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, and going back to the concept of time, and if I'm boring the no, no. audience about this, but I, I'm intrigued by it, and um, and none of us know for sure. And and the most logical thing, quite frankly, is the linear straight arrow mm-hmm. to the you know the uh, the conclusion of one's timeline. All right. Yeah. At least on this side. Yeah. Right. Um, what I, I find intriguing is over the past, and I would say, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how far back in time uh, that this goes, but I remember my first experience with the concept of alternate realities mm-hmm. and so yeah. on was the Star Trek Mirror Universe. Okay. And it wasn't yeah. just, you know, with when you use Marvel Comics as an example, Marvel Comics really reintroduced the idea of the yeah. multiverse, in my opinion. Yeah. But if we go back, you know, 40 plus years, maybe 50, um, the idea of the mirror universe where on this side of the coin you had uh, your individual mm-hmm. and then you, through a transporter accident sure. you know, flips over to the other side and everybody's completely different. Spock, right. Spock is a jerk. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody is just like, and it's like a very uh, you know, interesting thing. Yeah. So um, 
over the course of time, this has happened, where the multiverse concept has come back. During your, I guess, studies of, of the Marvel Universe, mm -hmm. did, you, did you find that, that that also helped to influence the, the direction of this comic book series? Um, you know, just in general, I like telling a good story. Yeah. I just like having a character that, to me, um, you know, he's a wish-fulfillment character. He starts out in one moral area, and, and by the end of it, he kind of, you know, he'll have a transformation. Um, you know, it always comes down to just, you know, good characters, um, you know, intriguing setup, and what do these characters do in the situations that are set up for them. So and the context of the story yeah. is time, but yeah. really the character development exactly. is really what you thought once the, yeah. the whole scenery was shaped. Exactly. Okay. All yeah, right. and so to me that's even, that's even, that's paramount to it, because if you don't, and I've had people read it and go, your writing's really good. I just don't like this character. I'm like, all right, just give him, give him, give him a little bit of time because he's got to go through something. And 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 they and they do, it, and they're like, yeah, okay, all right, I'm 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 down now. Or some people be like, oh man, you know, I love that guy. I wish I was that guy. I yeah. wish you know, I wish I was partying it up and and, and doing all that stuff. So it, it comes down to the character first, and then and then putting them, setting them up in a good situation, and then kind of letting them, you know, letting them go. You actually brought up at a, a Rockland Business Exchange uh, soiree mm -hmm. you know, over in um, in the saloon. You mentioned about a particular series that you should watch like about three or four episodes before really getting into it. What was it? Oh, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't recommend that enough. Although right now I'm on a Severance kick. Have you okay. seen Severance on I Apple Plus? Severance. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, talk about a an unbelievable sci-fi concept that is also an allegory for like corporations and and, and uh -huh. corporations versus the workers it's amazing it's an amazing show uh, it just got nominated for like a whole bunch of emmys and um and so i was at san diego comic-con and i saw a big advertisement for it and i said right my, you came back from comic-con yeah. a few weeks ago right and i said to i said to my friends who were out there i'm like why is severance at comic-con like i mean like like a, you know really and they're like no no no, no. It, it's it's definitely a like sci-fi um, S story. I, I can't really even describe it to you because uh, that'll be giving away too much. The way they, they, they drop stuff. The only thing you need to know is there is a company called Lumen. We don't know what they do. We don't know what they make. Um, but there are workers there. Um, and the, the, you'll watch the first five minutes of it and they'll tell you exactly what what the worker's situation is. But again, it goes back to characters. It's about these characters in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they start kind of peeling the onion as the season goes along, and it's, it's amazing. Umbrella Academy's amazing um, because it is, um, it's based off of a Gerard Way comic book uh, of the same name. Gerard Way's the singer of My Chemical Romance. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. anytime you have a celebrity kind of come in and do comics, you kind of get skeptical because you're like, eh, you know. Usually, I've worked so with, on. I've worked with, I've worked with a few uh, celebrities, or I've worked with folks who've worked with them, and you get, you get two different kinds. You get one that are trying to capitalize on making a comic book for themselves, right? But mm -hmm. they're not really, you know, they have ideas, but they're not, they're not really, you know, they're, they're like, oh, make me cool or make me this, and that's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Then Gerard Way came in. He actually uh, was a huge comic book fan. And, um, and he did a series called Umbrella Academy through Dark Horse Comics. Um, I've since caught up on the comics, um, thanks to the show. But the show's on Netflix. You just got to get through the first couple episodes because, it, again, it introduces the characters mm -hmm. um, and the world of the story. And then it just never lets, it never lets up, and it deals with time travel in a, in a completely... Um, I don't want to say unique because there's actually a lot of similarities to what I did in mainstream 
Um, and there's other similarities in, in different stories, but their take on it is, is definitely unique. And again, the characters are just like you just you're rooting for them. You know, you're constantly rooting for them. Um, and it's it's almost like a um, you know X Men meets time travel you know kind of kind of yeah, thing. Mashing goes. up different concepts. Yeah. yeah. And you've met a bunch of celebrities. I was watching your yeah, presentation yeah, 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 yeah. today. Is Kevin yeah. Bacon? What were the other ones uh, over there? I, I got to interview Chris Cornell before he passed away. May which he rest was, in which peace, was man. I saw uh, that. I was yeah. like. Oh. Yeah, he, you know, and, and it was, he was a great interview, too. Yeah. Um, I, and, and my only regret is I happened to be in New York City when I was, you know, and I was working for uh, AM New York, which is like that free paper in the subway. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so, you know, you get, like, you book times, but you'd never know if the times you were actually going to get there. And I was in New York City, and I needed a place to sit down and actually record the interview and I, I sat at like a park bench at like Bryant Park mm -hmm. and there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of ambient noise around my only regret was I, I wasn't in a quiet room um, because he he was amazing and he talked usually you get about 15 minutes with him and then the publicist is kind of like you know whatever or they'll cut it off or there won't be a good interview right. he just went on and on and on in a great way like yeah. you know I would ask him interesting a, yeah I would just ask him questions about certain songs and, and at the time he was doing a temple that he was doing a solo show actually and I asked him about you know I forget what I even asked him about a certain song and he would just say oh yeah and you know so I did this and did this and he's like you know I did something similar you know when I was just noodling with something you know and that's how Black Hole Sun came out and, and it's like it's like wow you know you just got the origin of like probably their most famous song and, and you know and he was just, but he just you could just tell he loved music he loved talking about music and, um, and well, he was a he was kind of got to view the way that you you approach your creative endeavors I mean you know not just with comics website design yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, you host websites yeah yeah um, and you mentioned in there that you also do uh, illustrations, uh, corporate uh, comic books. I do books corporate and, comic books, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, so we did that for a company called York Analytical. They're based in Nyack. Um, uh, they have headquarters in, in the city as well, too, in Stratford, Connecticut, but their corporate office is in Nyack. Um, and, and Mike Beckridge is a very forward-thinking guy. Um, they're, they're a... Um, a couple million dollar company trying to be a ten million dollar company and, and they're growing all the time but one of the ways that they grow is they, they separate themselves from their competition mm -hmm. and yeah. stand out right. in some way and know? so their big marketing push you know a year or two ago was to make a you know a York force you know turn their turn their guys uh, the people that go and collect the, they, they collect air samples and water samples and uh, soil samples and test them for you know uh, any kind of like pathogens anything that are bad you know mm -hmm. basically PCPs things like that and um you know, he's like, yeah, these guys are superheroes, and we want to make them that way. And so it was cool. Like we, we came up with a cool, you know, it was it was a twelve page comic. Um, he handed it out at all. He hands it out at all the marketing retreats. He hands it out. He gets requests from clients for for copies and things like that. And a uh, great way to just stand out. I mean, a great way to just you know you know separate yourself. And I think everyone can, in some way, shape, or form, picture themselves as a superhero in their own business. So. Oh yeah, and and scientists just going back to this. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are the the heroes, especially yeah. over the last few years. I mean, yeah. yeah, science. Yeah. You know? I mean, we could definitely. Pray about it, but we could also do some science about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Um, and oh, actually, as a side note, I don't know if you watch South Park, but Randy Marsh, Love South Park. yeah, he's back as a geomorphologist. He's back in his roots. Uh, he stepped okay. away from Tegarty uh, wait, wait, Farms. Was the new new episode came out? The new the uh, Streaming Wars Part Two. Yeah. Oh okay. I yeah. Gotta, yeah, I got to get Paramount Plus now. It's Just uh, I'll I'll give you my uh, my password ah. as long as Paramount Shh. Plus isn't list. Oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he will not. Friends and family. He will not give his password. <laughs> I will out. not. <laughs> <laughs> passwords. I might. No. Anyway, Mike, it has been a pleasure. Yeah. All right. And if you uh, to get in touch with Mike, visit him at m 
nbdstudios.com. Inc. Inc.com. Inc. I'm sorry. You got NBD it. Studiosinc.com. Just look for them online. Michael Dolce, Time Trader, and there's also a Kickstarter out there for Yeah, new for a new book. Yeah, my new book is Epicenter. Um, you can actually go to uh, drenproductions.com slash Kickstarter, and it'll take you right to it. Um, that's D-R-E-N Productions. It's actually nerd spelled backwards. Uh, that's the new publisher of that book. And um, go check it out. It's a sci-fi book about a girlfriend who discovers her boyfriend is more than he appears. It's a uh, horror sci-fi. It's Cabin in the Woods meets Blade Runner. Nice. Pretty chill. And finally, if you need a website, again, call mvdstudiosinc.com. INC. INC. And it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Like I said at the beginning, I consider you kind of like a mentor for me, especially in podcasting. And I'm uh, learning every time that I, uh, I talk with you. Anytime. Cool, brother. Thank you much.